Welcome to another episode of Breaking Down the Doors. I'm Joe Rexford here with Adam Sparks at the Tennessean Studios. It's a huge, huge week for Vanderbilt football. A game, Adam, I think they absolutely have to win at Arkansas. I don't see how they lose this game and get to a bowl game, but let's go back a week first to 14-7 Kentucky over Vanderbilt in Lexington, swirling winds, a real, real opportunity for Vanderbilt. And I think a lot of the focus of that game, Adam, comes down to a fourth down miss, another short yardage, load up and try to get a yard and then don't get the yard and criticism. I mean, I think warranted criticism for Andy Ludwig on this particular call, but also a call that has maybe something to do with the kicking situation and, and all these things. And there are various factors. There's always more information than we have on something like that. But this was a big moment. This is a game Vanderbilt could have won. After the game, Derek Mason sort of told you, basically, don't go there on Andy Ludwig. But people are going right. to go there on Andy Ludwig. I mean, the offensive coordinator is always you know, probably the most scrutinized job on a, on a football staff. Well, well, let's look at the play specifically. And, uh, you know, I don't have the luxury in the press box of looking at the replay and all that. Uh, but I did I did after the game, and I'm, I know Derek Mason did many, many, many times. Uh, the play, that specific play, the fourth and one and a half about um, that got that, that, that failed when Vandy had a chance to take the lead against a ranked team in the fourth quarter, it was blown up by, by the nose tackle, uh, pushed Bruno Reagan in the center back into the back. Uh, back into the running back, Jamari Wakefield. So there was quite a push up the middle. If you look at it, and and I will say, Derek, um, what he said after the game was pre-snap, it didn't look like it was going to fail. I, I think there's I think there's some merit to that because when you when you look at it, there was an overload more to the middle. There was a there was a gap on the right side pre-snap, and that play looked like it was maybe going to kind of spit out to the right side if you had the right back to know how to bounce it out. Uh, but once the snap occurred, uh, that overload in the middle pushed the offensive line back. The back never really had a chance to, to do anything with it, um, and there was just a, an enormous push into the backfield. Overall, let's look at fourth downs. The one that failed early in the game and Vandy had a chance to kind of take and hold the lead against Georgia, that was a failed run right up the middle by Kari Blassen game. When they could have put Keyshawn Vaughn in, they didn't. They went with Blassen game. Missed block, he got hit at the line of scrimmage. This one was kind of some missed blocks, and uh, Jamari Wakefield gets hit in the backfield. Keyshawn Vaughn not in because he was injured, did not play in the game. The case that I would make is... If you don't have Vaughn, don't attempt that play. You know the I, th- I think when you anytime you get into fourth and ones, and you know the Titans have dealt with this some this week about what do you do on on a short yardage situation. If you are winning the line of scrimmage in the game, you run the ball. If you are not winning the line of scrimmage in that game, you either throw it. Or you, if you have a mobile quarterback, you get him out in space and let him decide what he can do, run or pass. That would be more of maybe what the Titans could have done. Um, Vandy was not winning the line of scrimmage in that game. The only touchdown that they had was because of a turnover and good field position. They were not running the ball very well. Uh, the, uh, the, the front seven for Kentucky is really, really good. And so it was 
really it wasn't even a coin flip. It was less than a coin flip that they were that they were ever going to get a yard on that play. Kentucky knowing that they're going to try to run the ball. Kyle Shermer is not uh, mobile. So then you come down to you got to find somebody to throw to quickly, which they could have done. Uh, you know, Kalijah Lipscomb's a pretty pretty good receiver, even if he's covered up. Jared Pinckney would seem like he would be somebody you could throw to. Maybe throw to a back out of the backfield, but um, running into the guts of that defense didn't make sense there. It didn't make sense at Georgia. Um, I know there's different play calls that you can say this has been set up you know, over the last few plays, and we think we've got something here. I know there are a lot of intricate things that go with play calls, but the simple fact is you hadn't been winning the line of scrimmage. Why would you win the line of scrimmage in a situation like that when the defense knows you're going to run the ball? Uh, well, look, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think Derek Mason, he's a defensive coach. He, he was at Stanford before. He believes in power football. And, I, I mean, it, it's a it's a tough proposition to play that way offensively in the SEC and succeed but I think they've done a lot of good things in that regard I just think and you would never as a coach say guys I we just don't have the bodies I just sorry but you know I don't believe you guys can get but I think the mindset of well we should be able to get a yard we need a yard is just you I don't think you can have it at Vanderbilt I'm sorry I, I just especially I mean look Kentucky Maybe in years past, you you get into shootouts with Kentucky. Well, this Kentucky defense is – go look at the numbers. I mean, it's it's an excellent defense, one of the best in the country in some, in, in some measures. A great linebacker, really good defensive line. They've recruited well. It's I mean, it's a tough deal getting a yard against those guys. So that's where, to me, like it's – I mean, I before the play, it's like do not just try to slam into the line. You're going to get stuffed. Slammed in the line, got stuffed. And I know, like you said, coaches could tell you all these different matchups and different things, that all this information they have that we don't have that justifies it. But I think in general, you've got to be more creative than that. Well, and the whole narrative of that game was uh, Kentucky's going to win up front on the offense or going to win up front on the defense. I mean, they ran the ball like 95% of the time. Everybody knew that. Derek Mason even hinted that, that pretty much said that, that Vandy's going to have to find something – different than winning at the line of scrimmage because you're not going to do that against Kentucky. And then they get into a situation where it's kind of a win or lose situation and you say, well, but this time I think we can win at the line of scrimmage. It was never going to happen. The side story to that is maybe a kick. That was a tied tied, uh, game. Riley Gay had already missed an uh, a short field goal earlier. Now as, the, as he did against Florida. Yep, as he did as against he's Florida. he's done too often this year. And he's he's been inconsistent. Uh, he's been as inconsistent at short field goals. He has long ones, which has influenced Derek Mason's decisions of whether or not to go forward on fourth and short or to kick it. Now, I asked Derek Mason specifically about the Kentucky situation. He said that didn't – what altered his decision to go for it was, number one, he thought they could get fourth and one. And he wanted a touchdown lead. He didn't want a field goal lead. And number two, earlier in that game, the miss that, that Riley Gay had was – that wind was awful, as you mentioned before. It's about 40, 45 miles per hour. And it and it drastically altered a missed field goal. And uh, so Derek Mason talked about the decision uh, of why he went for it rather than kick. You know what? I, 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 I have to discount this past game. I mean, I've been in – no football games where I've had 40 to 45 mile an hour wins. Okay, I mean, man, I saw our field goal kicker, you know, maybe start the game with a, which, which is the equivalent to a chip shot. I saw him hit it 
and go down the middle, stop, and that thing blew six yards to the left. So, like, for me, man, man, I've never been involved in anything like that. So, you know, I mean, the decision not to kick, you know, later in that ball game came down to the idea of what I had seen from both kickers. Okay, and, and, and with that being said, just gave us an opportunity. Um, and we didn't seize the moment. We had the opportunity. Um, and I don't care what it is. We got to get a yard and a half. That, that's, that's all there is to it. So that's on us. That's on us up front. That's on us offensively. That's on us as a football team. We got to be better. So with that being said, you get the first down, you score the touchdown. There's a lot of pressure on them and not as much pressure on us. So. That's 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 right now where this team's got to get over the hump. We need those plays, whether it's from the kicking game or whether it's from, you know, man, in our offensive front, defense. Somebody's got to stand up. Stop looking at one another and let's stand up. So look, and here's the thing too. I mean, of course, I think a lot of times when we look at coaching Adam. We we look at it from a micro perspective. We look at it from you know this call didn't work. This you know bad series or sequence or whatever. You know, macro view. I think it's pretty impressive that Vanderbilt came with this effort and had a chance to win this game. I think I think the homecoming crowd in Lexington thought they were just going to roll over Vanderbilt. And this is a team that, you know, is a contender in the SEC East. And, and Vanderbilt had a real chance to win and fought. And you have to respect that and appreciate that. But it comes down to you've got to finish one of these games. And I, I think we've come now to, as we mentioned earlier, Adam, I mean, this is a game you you have to win this game in Arkansas. You have to win this game. If you don't win this game, I'm sorry. I don't like this team's chances at Missouri. I think Missouri is a better overall team than Kentucky. In fact, I like Missouri to beat Kentucky this week. We'll see. I think Kentucky's passing game worries me. Uh, what what passing game? Well, right, right the yeah. the fact that it doesn't exist. I mean, and, and you know, when you have Benny Snell, you don't have to have much of one. But anyway, I think Missouri is is. The, the toughest game easily left on the schedule for Vanderbilt home games against Ole Miss and Tennessee at the end for those games to matter as they did two years ago in getting to a bowl game you have to go beat Arkansas well you know I had uh, you mentioned the effort before I've had a few people ask on Twitter about um, did has Vandy quit have the players quit and you usually get that late in the season like oh they've quit on their coach we want their coach fired which is usually way off and not yes. true at all and, and this is the, the case here four, 14 to 7 a, a good defensive game got two turnovers hold a good offense a very very good running offense uh, to 14 points uh, the effort was good um, I don't see anything with the effort I mean and there if you were going to be demoralized it would have happened by now I mean this is what three homecoming games in four weeks for Vanderbilt? One of their own, two on the road, and that anybody knows Vandy, you're you're the homecoming opponent a lot in the SEC. Um, but you know, I mean, is Vandy a really bad team, or are they as what will never change? Are they just the one of the worst teams in the best conference? Um, you know, Kentucky's a top fifteen team. Florida is one of the hottest teams in the country right now. They went, may win the East. Kentucky may win the East. Georgia's a top 10, top 12 team. They went, may win the East. Um, you know, really the only loss, well, Notre Dame's a top five right now. The only loss that you can chalk up to, well, looking back at it now, Vandy maybe should have won that game in South Carolina, and they played really poorly. Uh, and South Carolina's not bad. They've been erratic and disappointing, but still pretty good team. Well, and, and, you know, Derek Mason touched on that. He was asked at the press conference, actually, um, you know, Arkansas is winless in the SEC, the worst in the West. Vandy is winless in the SEC East, worst in the East. 
somebody asked him, uh, Derek, how do you sell this uh, uh, this game to people? Man, it's SEC football. I mean, man, you're talking about two teams. I mean, uh, you you can look at this Vanderbilt team, and you know, four or five five losses are the you know top 15 ranked opponents. I mean, so, I mean, it sort of is what it is. Uh, you mean, right now, I think when you look at, you know, I mean, their record, I mean, they've had some tough losses and, you know, some close ball games. Good football is good football. We play, we play in the best conference in college football. And if you want to see good football, tune in. I mean, hey, it's, it's SEC football. It, it just right. means more, Adam. It <laughs> just right. means more no matter what. Now, of course, this is a re- reunion where Cal Parkinson will be. Uh, yeah, the SID for Vandy. The SID He's, for Vandy for a long time. He is now at Arkansas. Yeah, that's the so, Cal Parkinson Bowl. For, that's right. For those of us, the internal, uh, I guess, the SID riders, all that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and it's an Arkansas team, Chad Morris. Um, you know, it's it's starting over. John Chavis, defensive coordinator, everybody in the SEC knows of him, Texas A&M, LSU, and people around here more know him for the UT days the when, he was, right. when he was there with Phil Fulmer. Uh, Joe Craddock, people know around here because he was a quarterback at Middle Tennessee. I covered Joe when he was uh, when he played at MTSU. He's the offensive coordinator there, although I think Chad Morris handles his, maybe a, a good portion of the play calling. I think they split it up. Um, but I mean, our, our Arkansas is looking looking for a win as much as Vandy. Uh, I was on some Arkansas radio earlier in the week, and I said, you know, I think Vandy fans, and if you had some truth serum, Vandy players have circled this as, hey, that's a chance for a win. Of course, the Arkansas people came right back with, well, no, you know, absolutely, yeah, that's this is this is the one where, hey, are you going to win an SEC game? Arkansas people have circled as much as any, probably even more so because it's a home game. They're coming off a win over Tulsa. Uh, you know, wins are hard to come by for both of these programs. And, I mean, I think you make a good point. We've talked about it in, in the past. If you're going to get to a bowl, if you're going to get to six wins, uh, you got to have this one. If you don't have this one, you got to sweep Missouri, Ole Miss, Tennessee. I don't, I don't know that that's going to happen. If you lose at Arkansas, I'm not so sure you can go and win at Missouri. Uh, that's Missouri. I don't care what you do this week. I don't think you're going to go win at Missouri. I, I don't think so either. You're sure not going to have a chance, though, if you can't win at Arkansas. Arkansas is in transition offensively. They're playing better defensively now under Chavis. Um, you know, they've got a quarterback question. Uh, Ty Story missed this past week against, uh, against uh, Tulsa. He's back and healthy now, but I asked Derek – uh, this week, and he said he expects uh, Connor Nolan, the, the freshman, to maybe start again as he did against Tulsa. So you could see maybe at least a couple of quarterbacks. They've started three different ones. Um, you know, Arkansas has got a few players, but again, they're still trying to figure out what the, what their identity is. Um, Vandy should know what their identity is. They should be a team that can run the ball fairly well. They can lean on Kyle Shermer. Uh, they should be able to cause turnovers, as they did this past game. Um, they, they should be a, a more complete team than Arkansas. And as I mentioned before, maybe they are, and we just don't know it because the conference they're playing in. But, you know, that's that's the conference you're in. Yeah, I man, as you said, I mean, Vanderbilt, of course, you, you, this is it, man. You've got to get this one. But it's the same thing if you're Arkansas. Now, the difference is Vanderbilt, there's, a, there's, a, there's an end game there that you could still get to a bowl game. I mean, Arkansas, realistically – you know, after this, it's LSU and then at Mississippi State, at Missouri. I mean, they are not going to the postseason. But if you look at what they've done, I mean, I think the big thing was that they lose 44-17 in North Texas. And, you know, that, that was like the, the the fake fair catch punt game. And they yep. just looked so bad. But, I mean, they've had, I mean, you know, they lost 24-17 to Texas A&M. Ole Miss, tough loss, 37-33. Now, you know, Alabama did to them what Alabama does to everyone. Blown out by Auburn. You know, they go to Colorado State, lose by a touchdown. I mean, 
you know, it, it's not like this is like some historically bad team. As you said, their defense seems to be figuring some things out. I mean, this looks like another close game coming down to a few plays. It's a game where, I mean, the premise of this season was Kyle Shermer is your senior quarterback, and you got to get to a bowl game when you've got a guy like that at quarterback. And to me, the premise of this game is the difference between these teams is at that position. You've got an experienced guy who you know has produced a lot, who could be an NFL player on you know at least a backup in the NFL, who's got to lead you to a win here. I mean, I think you know Kyle Shermer has got a has got to step forward and, and really make a difference in this game. And they got to figure out how to get Kalaja Lipscomb open. I'm not sure what's happened there. I know there's been some heavier coverages that he's faced. CJ Bowler, the freshman. CJ Bowler at least is stepping up, and that's yeah. kind of been a thing all year. Like, who's the two? He looks like the two. And people have said, I've, you know, I get this a lot during games. What about Pinkney? How come Pinkney isn't getting open? He, Jared Pinkney is not the type of guy. He's not a wide receiver, and especially in their offense, he's not going to be a volume catcher. He's not getting ten catches like you would a, a really good wide out. He's a guy in the red zone, guy on third down, guy on fourth and short. Maybe you should be throwing to. Uh, <laughs> hint, but, hint. Yeah, but you know, he. I mean, he. He's still catching touchdowns. He's caught, uh, what, two or three touchdowns in the last four or five games. But Lipscomb, at midseason, he was leading the conference in receptions. Best overall, statistically, best overall wide receiver in the SEC. The last three games, two catches for 16, uh, four catches for 64, five catches for 28. Now, that's Georgia, Florida, Kentucky. Those are good defenses, but they got to have more out of him and also get what they get from Bowler Pinkney and others so so let's make her picks you want to go first yeah I'm gonna go Vandy I think Vandy gets it done I think uh you know I really do like how the defense came to play and I know they wore down and Snell ends up with huge numbers but I I really thought they responded to the Florida game and I think they're going to keep the score down on the Arkansas side here and I think Kyle Sherman will make enough plays and I'm gonna go 23-20 Vanderbilt. Okay, we're thinking similarly. I see a similar game to uh, this past week. I think the defense plays well. The fact they only gave, gave up 14 to Kentucky, I think, says the defense may be in the right place. Uh, they caused turnovers last week. I think they'll cause turnovers again. I think the offense gives Vandy a little bit more this week. And uh, and I'll say Riley Gay makes the game-winning Field goal. That'd be a good story for me. I was just going to say, you're just trying yeah. to set yourself I up am, for some, some theatrical writing. I am here. pleading for a storyline of Vandy <laughs> 17, Arkansas 14. There you go. We've got Vandy win. We'll see what happens. It'll be Vandy, Arkansas, 11 a.m. Saturday on SEC Network. Is that correct, Adam? Do I have the network correct? Yes, yes. SEC Network. So everybody enjoy the game. We'll be back next week on Breaking Down the Doors. 